Hello and welcome to Canberra Diaries. My name's Luscious Leisha, and today I'm interviewing Kitty Peepus. Kitty, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing good, and I must say I love your name. <laughs> Let's just go off time, right? We have something that was good, you know? So, what are you up to? Well, not like, um, lately I've been writing a lot, so I got a few scripts, getting some stories out. I haven't done this in a long time, but like they say, it's like riding a bike. But for some reason, I'm still on my training wheel. <laughs> so I know I'm riding. It. Yeah, right. Like the research part, you don't realize. Well, am I going to get factual details? Am I going to do four scarves? Am I going to do you know all these different things, options, and, and YouTube, and with everything going on with the writers' field? I just, I mean, you know, the writers' um strike. It's really been an interesting journey once I made my turn towards writing again, you know, because I used to write back in the day. But um, that's what I'm doing, and I'm sticking to it. And the universe says, you got you to gotta get those stories out. Um, that and that's what you do. You know? Right? You get the pen, and you take it out, and you put it down. And wherever you go from there, c'est la vie. You know what I mean? Like, just get yeah. it out. Yep, you got to trust the universe with that point. You really do. Right. I really don't... Um know much about you um, are you in the camming industry or what do you do what do you do yes i'm one of those uh um adina high hands you know the little finger thing basically uh i was married for twice for you know the good place of my life did all the mother things clear and proper and my last one ended in revenge porn divorce so i didn't really understand the whole you know slut shaming and all this stuff like that i mean i did understand i didn't want to be slut now you know based on my beliefs that I was brought up to. But my ex-husband had the courtesy of catapulting me there. So I thought, you know what? If I'm going to be wearing this gun letter and the court speak of a bad mom, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to learn all about this and see what's up. You know, in the middle of the revenge porn, he sent, he sent a couple a couple of shots of me doing the quick, because I was going to for, uh, fourth wave feminist therapist, and she's like, oh, what's that? Tell me song of pussy. And I was like, my pussy? My God. I don't know, you know? I was married to a narcissist, and God forbid, I shaved, like, oh, where are you going? I'm like thinking, where am I going? Oh, you know, my housewife, I've got, you know, so many kids, got a huge house, you got, you know, I was just too busy. So he is those pictures, and girl, that's when that selfies, the phones are coming out, and, you know, there was camming and stuff, but I always had a good, sexy voice, so I used to sell my, you know, audio bits to um, guy friends, you know, just low-key you know, I'm like, okay, okay, I'll say that. Come on, just say this, say this. And I go, okay. So, so then I would record it and send it to them. And, you know, give them the tapes or whatever. And then they would pay me. So that was like low-key things I used to do back in the day when I was younger. But then when I got thrown into this, I thought, you know what? I'm a creative artist. I've had dancing and theater all my life. Was in plays and musicals. And then, you know, becoming a mom, you think your life is over. You know, you got to live this great, you know, straight Christian life. That's how I was brought. So. When he did the event porn, it opened up like a whole new world that I was thrown into. I was ashamed, I was outcasted by friends, family, my career. Um, it was just miserable. So instead of, um, you know, dying, because at that time, revenge porn was a misdemeanor, and it became a felony while ours was still the, through the process of the courts and everything. So, but either way, one day I finally get my red card, but now I had a fake card to get met licensed marijuana. This is in 2014. And I get all the way home and they didn't give me a pipe. It was a bad mom's pipe. I said, oh, that's me. I'm going to that place. 
but I'm a sculptor. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a sculpting artist, and um, I was thinking I'm gonna make a pipe, dance pipe out of clay because I have sculpting. I was, you know, doing all kinds of you know unique things, especially with the kids at that time. They were getting older or whatever. And I thought, what am I gonna make? And I thought, I'm gonna make a cock pipe because my ex-husband always says I'm sucking cock all day. I'm ready prove him half right. Like I'm trying to make him right still, try to fix him still as an enabler. I make him half right and I've gone with the wind with Vivian. I'm like, I will never, you know, starve again. And then I had this eight inch bling hot peak with little symbols and seagulls that, that represented you. No, oh my god. And I didn't realize because I was alone and uh, my dad was helping this um his little mate because they were all gonna be moving and he was disabled. So I was doing that at that time. Right. And um my girlfriend, you know, I had friends who were in the underground grow and she came over with this fine flower and she's the one that's my pipe in the car and I go, Oh no big deal, I got mine, I whipped out this big eight cock and she's like and then we're all like, give it to me again. I go, no, no, that's amazing to me. You know what I mean? She didn't understand. But the time she got up to 65 bucks, I thought, well, I guess I could buy more clay. And then I started getting cheap came to Long Beach, California. They embraced me because, you know, the gay community. I mean, I was making 25 cock um, packages for bridal showers. You know? That's cool. Very cool. Yeah, so they embraced me, and then I went and did the underground sessions. So right now, here's a couple pieces I wanted to bring out. I have a chest set that I've made, and I've actually sold one of these already. Um, they're pretty extreme, but that's the point. Like, you know, like, here we got the, I call it the hair of bond. Kind of pieces after the tarot cards, too, you know, because there's a bishop. You have, like, yeah. represents And then, of course, um, I had one movie for the rooks, but then I go, no, they just are repairs, so here's my hair you know like part of that and then so i mean these are pieces i do to help relieve my stress and anxiety besides smoke a lot of weed <laughs> and i love it and then here's, here's the female the queen oh cool nice yeah some guys are mentioning how she didn't get much of an ass compared to the the king but you know i like ass men you know, it's like we got the kids they got the ass so yeah so that's kind of how i went yeah, so I went to um, um, sessions and I, and I met people and I met a gentleman who was in the adult industry who owned over 300 um, porn names. And I guess he was considered a, a major publishing house. And so I went with him as a um, VP to help sell his uh, his chunk of, um, you know, XYZ porn names. And um, went to internet, which is at that time, a few years ago, it was like right before um, the ADNs in Vegas at that time the hard rock so that's where i learned about the i got into the industry through the back door you know we all like the back door thing you know <laughs> so, yep. he, he warned me like you know they'll be he was like preparing me because i swear like i was like not i was excited like i wanted to see everything and know everything you know i was curious and and so he goes be prepared they're gonna be take some big booze they go well, i got big booze go oh, bigger they're not there i like fucking and love being a slut and i'm like oh release See that? I was like, oh my God, this is heaven. You know, it sounds ridiculous, but when you're born with this garden letter and you've not done shit, you're like, let me see what I can get into. <laughs> I can imagine that's like, that's like a little world, you know? Right? It, it really was. I like, literally want to see that song right now. Whole new world. What was that from Aladdin? Oh my God, you can tell on the mom. 
a milk mama. <laughs> oh, no, I, I got into that way, and 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 so I just reached out since I had the capability to. I had all these websites that I could put content on, and I didn't really. I was learning about all of that myself, so I reached out to like you know Alana. I met Alana Evans. Reached out to her and and different you know actresses and. And then I started going to the award shows and then, you know, I just kind of learned. And then my boss was, you know, we need to know which platforms to support, you know, because they could do the whitewash and all that. So he goes, um, try a few, try a book. I go, book? I thought, my God, like, you know, it was still shocking. Was like, Yo. But I did it anyway. And I got a lot of followers on that. And what I love about that book, book which is crazy, is I wrote blogs and they actually respond like you could write a blog on twitter and, and many people you see everybody looks at it but no one responds like it's controversy or they don't want to be associated with that but on flatbook they're like hell yeah give me that body part you know and and i was just thinking man they're really free here that's what i like about that so i have a few blogs on that one but you know it, so i got to do different things and then i tried to only dance because at that time fan central was pretty dominant you know all the main ones you know but and and they were Brandy starting to open up all the cam star ones where you can amateur models like Pornhub. I have Pornhub for traffic, you know. So I kind of got to understand all that through the backstory and, and met people. So I basically the whole circle came when I went to a gala for um it was a gala for uh to stop cyber abuse because that's when it was crossing over where people are starting to expose the Instagrams and all that stuff with identity information. So um, I met Ron Jeremy there, and I know really? people have, yes, he was sitting in the middle of the place, like with little feet, and someone was donating. Remember when they had all the cooking uh, cupcake contests? Well, a major yes. cupcake company was sporting, uh, sponsoring. So I had bought a Cosmo, or my boss did, and he was like complaining about how expensive it was because it was Hollywood. And I, yes. I got a Cosmo, and I grabbed a big brandy box of cupcakes and I went I go hi Ron my name's Kitty and he looked at me goes yeah I love you and he drank the drink and had the cupcakes and he saw my dog and gave big kiss but to me I know people have their ins and outs about him but to me he was iconic um I had already met um Hugh Hefner through a K-Rock party it's a local radio station they did a single thing and I won and I got to go there so you know that's when he was dating the blondes the hot the hot blondes yeah, what was her name? Kendra? Yeah, there was a three of them. There was like Holly, Kendra. Well, well and someone else. The last one, I can't remember her name. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't last, but yeah. Um, so I met Ron Jeremy, and so like that to me was a full circle because he's iconic. You know, he's been doing it since the 70s. And um, we became, I befriended him, he befriended me. And the one of the things that I just want to because we all have good and bad days or people you know are more extreme than others and with the me too movement the sexual harassment i've always been very cautious because i've seen both sides where you know the the girl was faking or the girl was i find out she was lying and it was a you know a whole you know the whole whatever or not faking and then not being taken serious so i've seen both sides so i just you know send love and healing but he always asked permission, permission, because I met him several times after that. We were going to work on a script that I wrote, and he was going to be in it. I was, like, so excited. That's cool. Constant, you know, he got incarcerated and whatnot. But 
he always asked me permission. And I used to laugh and I go, why do you always ask me permission? To, you know, touch my boob. And, you know, we're over here hugging. And, and he's like, because I've been. <laughs> I can imagine. I'm about- I know it. But the interaction that I went, had with him was always positive, respectful. Yeah, you know, the, it is what it is. It's the adult industry. But one of the things I have to say with that, when you cross over the muggle world and the adult, it does a different code altogether. You know, I can't, I can't speak behind closed doors because I'm not a major porn actress. I've been offered by some big companies, but I just thought, well, that's not enough money to pay for therapy for my children. That, that, that was my time. Yeah. At least the minimum was this much. Damn, too. I've been offered a lot of roles, but honestly, like, I don't think so. I really don't think so. No? Not when you could be your own free agent and you can exactly. the content, you know, because that's a whole role and, and that's a whole other level that I have respect for myself that people might say, oh, you look great. I can't believe you did this and that. But in my heart, I'd be like, ah, oh, that's not what I want to look like. And that's the terrible angle. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be that person. You know, and you hate it when it's done. And you're like, oh, I should have stood it myself, you know. I should do my own makeup. I like those weird things like that. Or if you need a better filter, you know, because yeah, I should cover the, you know, almost on my face. Like, come on. <laughs> exactly. So you, under, so you understand, especially in a lot of the the girls that, like, have come up, they did get an OnlyFans. I did get a fan central. I did all those. And the OnlyFans I liked because it was paying at that time the most, 80%. And they wouldn't advertise for you. And I like that because it was kind of scary when you're first getting into the porn thing. Like, oh, they're going to exploit your name everywhere. Your picture's going to be seen. Like, that's the fear you get. So you can obsolete a state. I, you know, people use, oh, hackers are going to find you no matter what. So, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Those people are talking in the weird places where they have, like, you know, hacking the internet. My shit's been everywhere. You know, I have, we have, all the days, DM that I can't talk. I have the DMCA shit, but I mean, you can't stop it. You know, you can't. Stop no, you it. can't. You kind of have to almost act like you want it to happen, and then you're gonna take advantage of the opportunity that it get the exposure it brings to you. Because if you Google Kitty Pipas, you will find all my shit. And my OnlyFans yeah. has been hacked. I, I had to open twice. I closed it one time and then I opened it again. And each time been hacked and all my photos and everything exposed. And I just, at first, I'm just like, really? And I even yeah. had a company close them down. And then they still open up to another company. I mean, it is what it is. I, I'm not crying over it. I'm actually kind of laughing because the more you expose Kitty Pipas, my name is used for a lot of porn companies. And I'll have one little picture in there. And then it has all everybody else, and I love it. I'm like, yes, use my piggy toe, use my, you know, use any piece of me you want, you know, because yeah. I love it. You know, like Andy Warhol said, the biggest form of flattery is imitation. It is. You know, yeah. as long as they get that recognition, as long as they tag you, then I'm good. They don't tag you, then exactly. you're going down. <laughs> so you said that you did um, foot stuff. Is that what you said? Yes, I, oh my gosh, I met this lady in Long Beach and she did footwork. So she told me, oh my God, I feel so horrible now, I forgot his name, but he's an underground photographer. I can probably send you um, um, his info later. But um, she, I asked her because she, you know, she was a sex worker 
And I was just very curious because, you know, I don't know, I just went hardcore research about learning all these labels that was put upon me and also seeing the travesty of the people being just, you know, no protection for sex workers. And that's why I really loved Alana because she was, at the time, she fought to get Swansun's benefits. And different things were changing at that time. So I was just like fully like, oh my God, I love this. I love this. Because I was always the anti-bully. But back to the footwork, I con I reached out on Craigslist to this lady, and I love Craigslist. <laughs> and I said, oh my God, I know you're a sex worker, and I'm not trying to disturb you. And, and you know, I just, I have, I'm kind of like, I just told her, like, I'm kind of like breaking into it, you know, like the, you know, the camp thing. They consider all that sex. And I go, and I just was kind of curious if I can ask you a few questions, you know what I mean? And then I guess back page, back page was like a big thing. I kind of came into that right when they closed it all. It was like closed, you know, the law were It was really weird. So, and we take this off personal. So, and so she said, yeah. And so we we she befriended me and would answer like silly questions that I would get. Like one guy would say, oh, I'm a cock gold. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And so that's how I would do it. Like, what? Who was it? <laughs> what do I gotta do? What do I do, Google? And you wanna what? <laughs> it was crazy. So I got an Oscar because you didn't really want to Google things either. Because you know how like I, I still was kind of scared stage. You know, like still. So she told me she befriended me, and she told me she was a foot. So skinny. I think it probably benefit being a foot, you know, worker or whatever. And so. She told me this uh, photographer underground came into town like once a year so often and, and certain girls he would invite and he was a hardcore professional and so I said sure and I was scared to death I didn't know what I was going to do and then I saw pictures of the girls with the feet and I'm like oh, oh no I, I'm new at this so I ain't going to be doing that. <laughs> right exactly. Because <laughs> I'm thinking this girl like but the photographs they're not sucking on them they're just posing and so when I went there it was so professional and we would pose and then you're standing there like a second, you know, and, and just making the faces and finally I said, fuck, it's all right, enjoy it, it's fun. And to the, we faced forward and we had to do the feet in the back or whatever. And I almost fell asleep and I was thinking, man, this is so relaxing. I, how can I not enjoy doing this? And then I, a couple of clients, she posted pictures, he posted the pictures and I posted a couple. And then I, from that, from I guess some of her followers, one I got a couple clients saying, "Oh, I love this," and they were so professional. They, you know, it, it, they paid me for my donation for the time to get there, and and I really I had more respect for it. You know what I mean? So like I I got to feel a part that I felt comfortable. Yeah, I was satisfying someone for their thing at the same time they were helping me take care of my needs, like paying my bills. You know, right? Exactly. That was the wonderful experience so you know i did different types of things just one on dates and whatnot i've been kicked off every dating site <laughs> no i'm <laughs> I, i'm <laughs> did, did you make a lot of money feet pics did you make good money doing that because i know when i first started i looked at that because i first started selling panties i tried the feet thing no one bought my shit so i went to the panties but what did you do with that um I do have a client here or there. I don't advertise it anymore. If someone wants to do it, you know, like, I know how the rules are. I know how it goes. So if they can't set up that time, like a deposit for your time, you know, because a lot of talk, you know, so you're screening out a lot of people that, you know, just think it's quick. 
you know, and then they're done, you know, like, okay, if you just want a picture, buy a picture, you know, it's like, right. Right. It's, uh, you know, just buy a video. like if that's going to be all you want, you don't want to meet, and I don't really want you to meet me because it's kind of weird not set up a whole, what, what, you know, like the guys that are gentlemen that I noticed that, that I work with, they have a place that's safe, completely comfortable. There's no weird vibe. You know, I'm getting a leg, I'm getting a full on foot massage. That's how I look at it. And, you know, I'm facing forward watching TV and having snacks. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> but um, I do have a couple clients, and then I had a couple, uh, one or two guys come up and they fell all the way through and they, you know, did the deposit and then we met up and it worked out. But, you know, it was a little much for them because, you know, I, I, I don't charge the cheapest, but at the same time, it has to be worth my time, you know? Exactly. And that's a huge thing. Like um, we've been talking about tip menus on you know, campsites. I'm, I'm, I'm mostly on Chatterbait. So I've been talking about that with uh, the past two episodes that we did. And uh, people are asking about prices and there's not really like a guide or anything. And it's like, you have to, like I say, you have to price it with your, what you feel it's worth. And who cares if some asshole comes in and says, oh, I'm not paying that. Then there is the door, you know, go. But yeah, the worst thing, definitely agree with that. Yeah, definitely. So, have you ever cammed online, but Chatterbait or anything? No, that I honestly, I, I, when you said Chatterbait, I have, I mean, I really had Chatterbait on on some of the web pages that we did, mm-hmm. um, most definitely because they're, it's amazing. And yeah. um, no, I have not. Um, I have done like a live stream on my OnlyFans. Oh no, um, how was that? What? How was that? Well, thought that I did one animal like I mean okay this is dead quality equipment like not my equipment it was like so you know how some of the systems that you, they they offer you really they don't really go with what you have like some of them you better turn on and it's woo you got all these buttons and but there's other ones that at the beginning was hard but what was weird I'm gonna tell you this you know like right after you have like a live stream sometimes and on OnlyFans I don't know if it still has it because I haven't done it in a minute. Mm-hmm. As soon as it was done, it showed me the statistics of how many people were watching, and I didn't have that many followers. And I'm thinking, who the hell is watching this shit? And I'm not getting paid. You know, it's like, what is up with that? So, like, I don't, that's why I don't even really trust half the stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm a content creator where I like doing all my crazy stuff, dancing stuff. And then if my kid comes out, my kid comes out. But you can't do like that on a, on a regular platform you get reported yeah yeah you definitely know we're watching yourself back to age thing so i respect that by all means so when people send me their take shots i go dude like this is a non-verification platform i'm sorry but if you want to send me the, the you know cockpits you got to send it to my only fans you know what i mean and they get all bad or if i say i'm not interested i get that old ugly lady i'm just thinking really People are so rude. I know. They really are. Like, there's a lot of assholes out there. I get them all the time in my room because I'm 40 and they're like, you know, you got to retire. I'm like, what? I'm having a good time. I'm not going nowhere. Bang. Yeah. They say I'm too cold to have a campsite. That's the thing, though. You're beautiful. There's, there's men out there that just would, that you're their type. You're their fetish. Like, when I came in, they're like, oh, you're, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, 
I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, no, you're a middle, you're this. I'm thinking, okay, well, that's what I am. I don't really care. I get that shit all the time. Even the regular radio station, I work for Dash Radio on the Kylie Girls. Uh, for years, I, I got a sex talk segment on that. My producer, I worked with him because he was looking for sponsors and I was running uh, Iron Hill shop in Long Beach and then I was running um, the customer service and the wholesale management on and the affiliate program for smokerola.com. Uh, in LA and they're an international company for smoking accessories. So he can't, you know, one person knew another and then he came to get sponsored and then he goes, who's running that show? And I'm like, me. He's like, yeah, you come out, work for me. And I'm like, yeah, right. Dude. Like another guy telling me what I need to do. Exactly. Well, the don was. Yeah. But like he, he gave me a, he gave me an opportunity to do a two minute sex talk segment. And honestly, I thought, who am I? Give a sex talk segment. Like, I got thrown into it by revenge. Like, I was in fact really confused about it, but because I was doing so much research, I just started talking about my experience. And then I didn't have broadcasting or, you know, proper editing or proper writing for it. But it goes over time. I mean, you just smoke a lot of pot and listen to the best one when you play over, over, over. And if you're laughing hard enough, send to the producer. And sometimes he'll be like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> But I would tell my honest stories, you know what I mean? Like, it happens. Like, I used to say, because I'm totally, like, you know, pride, and I say I'm a gay, I, I'm, I say I'm a gay man inside a naturally born woman's body, and I love my shit. And I put that on my many platforms on the dating sites, like, you know, whatever, all, all the day, all of them I've been on them. Yeah, all of them. Oh, she's transgender. I'm like, hey. You're a discriminant, you know, you're right. You know, I used to think, oh my God, how rude. Who cares if I am? But I, I am not. If you read what I wrote, it says I'm a gay man and naturally born. Ah. I know. People are both to the extreme. Teach their own, you know? Teach their own. Yeah. In the world, no, nobody should judge anybody. That's how I feel in this world. You know, you know, nobody should. Read your own person. If you don't like it, then just go away. You know? That's all you need to do. Bunch of haters, you because know, you know what? I think inside they're probably really sexually attracted and they don't understand why because they've never opened up to the possibility that there's a whole other world. And in fact, that's what creates predators. That's what creates people who hurt people through sexuality. And one of my move, one of my scripts I'm writing is about you know the crimes against creation. And it's horny, you know, and it talks about, you know, a lot of like stuff like that, a superhero who fights crime. And, and I know it's a typical thing, but I always, I don't know, life has dealt me where I've been able to walk both paths, the muggle world and the not, you know, the adult world. Yeah. And I would rather work in the adult world because they need secretaries, they need, you know, administration, they need all that. I met some of the greatest people who work for these companies, like Chatterbait when I would work with why not i were um registering all the you know all the stars that come in and so you meet the people who work for the companies and you know how hard like it's just like anything else you know what i mean it's just like okay we're going to summer camp or we're going to training you know though you know like the where they go to florida and they do all their so it's yeah. like when you keep them together you gotta make sure everybody's safe make sure everybody shows up get the wardrobe do their thing have fun <laughs> The stigma, you know, there's a huge stigma with it all. And I, like you saying, I, I was first half of my life, I was professional in the muggle, do my muggle, muggle work, work, you know, 
And then the second of my life, here I am. And I always, I've always been super sexual. So this was really easy for me. Um, but I didn't know it existed. You know, I did not know this world existed, but it is the same as a regular job. It really is. How do you react to people that, like, this people, like, probably get, you know, do, does your family, they ever ask what you do? Do they, do they know? Well, like I said, I, when I got thrown into the revenge porn, my ex made it seem like I was a prostitute all day. He told this to everybody, the poor, but my family, my real, yeah, you know, anyone then emailing all this shit through my email. So they're thinking I'm sending these weird photos. But, um, so my, I got, I kind of got disassociated from my family. Like they didn't know how to react bringing me a hardcore Christian. And my mom, like before I hit the porch, like my, my parents knew that my ex was just a bad breakup and what what the hell are we doing you know what's that and um but once it hit the court then it became like a battle of it was just a really weird thing so after that um my mom because I was hardcore working in the corporate world I mean I did take a little break when I was very him but um I was getting my real estate career back up in order and it was it was going really good and you know, I've worked in the corporate or Orange County. I've done all kinds of international company, ministry assistant, customer service, brand call centers. I know how to do that. So I know how to make good money. But kind of thrown that way, I, I kind of was, I had an ego debt, honestly. And I got hit right in the core as any woman who's a mother and who actually loves their children. I'm not saying mothers to love their children, but some mothers are very selfish. And I know because I have one. And and she was young, granted. She's 17 when she had me. So, like, I was just another younger sister to her. You know what I mean? Like, oh, come on, honey. You know, like, always, always, like, always got to find something to do for her or do, you know. But she did put me through my class, my dance classes. You know, she did put me through etiquette school. Um, she did do a bunch of stuff for me. You know, she loved me the best she could. So, when I got hit with the revenge porn, like that was my ego death. Like that was the worst thing that you could ever do to me. And it happened and I survived and, and I figured I'm going to get out of this and become stronger. And, and now I figured seven years have passed and it seemed like a long time, but that has been my journey all the way up. Now I'm going to go back to my true love of writing and film directing. And it's not just adults. So that's where I have a couple stories or that borderline, you know, it can go either way hardcore or stay muggle. But um, I, I don't know. I'm not really worried about it. I'm just going to create it. I already have a bunch of things and I have other stories that I'm working on. So it's just, it's an exciting time for me because now I feel like I've um, been through the cocoon and got, you know, reborn again. And we think more and more. That's what it is. Yeah, it is. And, and the best thing about it, you know what I love about the most about me being older is my life experience has built my foundation. And I got lost for a while because I mean, I got thrown in somewhere foreign and had to survive. And then, you know, and then going into working in the underground sessions in LA is hardcore. And I wasn't even ready for that yet because I grew up Orange County, you know, like I was like, ah, you know, I go over there and out of, I feel for every prank, you know, like, okay, whatever. But then I got to work in the music industry. I have a sex talk thing. And so I was building it. I, they threw shit at me. I learned to transition that energy. 
and use my pain to create. And yeah, they were caught high and I'd go down and there's hardcore men dominating. And I'd be like, I love the talk mode. Where I go, nothing bad. I cannot get to that in the morning when you wake and bake. And they're like, oh. Oh, 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 right. And then you realize, oh, I was not just drawn. Not everybody's not more advanced than me in sexuality. In fact, they're the same as I was before, but the male dominance. But when I exerted my feminine power and had already been humiliated and I owned it, whoa, I, I felt that like. Well, who is, who the fuck is this chick? You know what I mean? Like, oh shit, she's a freak. Yeah, your life experience total will just make you into a better person. Like, I've had a really rough life myself, and uh, they make you stronger and you grow from it. And like, when you get into the adult industry, it's good to have that behind you because when people come, you know, at you or in your room and you're online and they're like, you know, you're disgusting, you know, you're so fat. Like, I'm just like, Back in the day, that would have really bothered me. Now, not so much. I'm just like, yo, there's the fucking door, you know? And, you know, it just makes you stronger. It's you that, know, you think be yourself. You, you understand that they're projecting, you know what I mean? Like, it's a disease, a mental illness. And in fact, you know, they say, oh, yeah, well, you're a mental illness for wanting to fuck anybody. It's like, no, dude, I'm open with my sexuality. The, the image that you gave me before, before I even knew what I was doing, like you said, I've always been a sexual being. I was. I I didn't know what not expect. I wasn't taught. You know, I, I really honestly when I was in high school, it was really funny. I dated this black guy who was really hot. You know, he was that he was on the track team, a football player and and basketball. A man, he had a beautiful body. And one time we started getting a little frisky at my house and all of a sudden he goes to put himself in and like it was like um you're pretty big. <laughs> I was like, I thought, I don't think that, I'll be honest with you, Kevin, it's going to be crazy. I didn't want him to fuck me because I didn't, I believe that if I married someone else who had a smaller dick, my pussy would have been open, wide open. Yeah, that's a common misconception with many young women. It really is. But that shit don't get that. You know? You do muscle. You do kegels. I mean, I gave birth to a, almost a 10-pound baby boy. My pussy went that strong. You know, because I learned, like, go up. <laughs> it's a powerful thing. Pussy power, for real. It is. I didn't know that. I mean, if I would have known that, maybe I would have done it with him. But right. we probably wouldn't have to build ourselves up to it. You are a little bit like you. I know. Hey, something before he went in there. Yeah. Yeah, or I don't know, but the thing is, I felt so bad for him because he goes, I, I'll never forget it. He goes, oh, and then I go, oh, I'm sorry. And he goes, no, I get that a lot. And I was just like, whoa, you get that a lot? Like, how many girls have you ever had our side of me? Because whatever they were saying, you know, so I can understand, like, a guy like that wants to go out with the milk, you know? So that brings it full circle again, where when I got on the dating site and this guy's like, I don't know, you ever date younger guys? And yeah, you're all chatting out on the Friday night, you're at home chatting. I'm like, I get that all the time. All the time. <laughs> and you look at them, they're pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, you can always, I go, oh, I always love a good internal massage. You know what I'm saying? I have a good sounding. Exactly. And he had, his thing, I was like, no, I never thought about it. And he goes, 
wait a minute, think about it. I'm like, get in there, son. Take it easy. <laughs> like, I, I reacted like a mom, like, sit down there, son. But it's tough. You know, some are serious. Some are just seriously just want to fuck you and go. And then the, the fuck boys are a whole other story. But yeah, there's like different categories. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I had one of those. I had one of those. And I must say, I fell for every bit of it. And I loved it until I did it. What <laughs> can you learn? And that's like, um, my whole thing is like with the industry, like a lot of young girls when they're 18, they always say like, oh, I want to open OnlyFans. I'm like, I don't know if you want to do that. Honestly, like you need to have some life experience before you get into this shit. Because this is not for the week at all. Not for the week. But there's just some girls who have the knack, you know what I mean? Like, I, I love watching interviews, like, with, um, what, what's her name? Like, Kara, she does a lot of interviews for Pornhub. I, I, I just know she loves butt action. And I love her because she, you know, she married a, a, a non-adult industry person. And then they have a glory in their sight. But anyways, I just remember her saying, oh, I love that. I love it. It's when me and I'm going to get, oh, whoa. Okay, now I, it's like I'm an actor in a method acting and I'm getting prepared to understand. <laughs> but that's what I have to do it so that I can be extreme. So I can, I used to say, you know what? The reason why I learn about this is because now I can actually make a proper consent. You know, I could be consensual to something like, I will know for a fact that I do not want to be double DP because. I've only left one, you know, like I'm not ready for that coming out yet. And I even say it like a word that like, oh, big coming out. You're her first DP, you know, like there's a reason why they do that. You know what I mean? Or first time lesbian or first time gay or, you know, first time this or, you know, we love that. So I, I learned a, about that from people who are extreme and I appreciate that energy, like a sexual being who is capable Harnessing that energy and just devour. It's a lot of it's a lot of energy that we have. Like I um I'm a practicing, you know, pagan and I use I do a lot of sex magic and it's a lot like my energy really is. It is. But so is the climax too, right? Like when you're building oh, yeah. that stuff up. Yep, and it really does. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say we're offering class, classes for orgas solo orgasmic manifestation. That's my my deal. I'm looking into. Yeah, yeah. Really, that's awesome. I used to own a metaphysical bookstore as well because yeah, I told you I was a hardcore Christian and I wanted to learn about. And I did. I I um I I had a store in Old Town Tustin. We I called it um Enchanting Scrolls and Garden. We had a garden with. So I didn't know anything. There is another situation where I, but I willingly went into that one. I wasn't thrown into that. But um, I learned, I learned the craft and um, there was many different, um, you know, different um, divinations of, you know, like the craft coming in, renting a room. We bought the books. We'd have like belly dancing, Tai Chi. We had um, medium meditation where, you know, our week is in a circle. These are all run by specific teachers. Herb classes or authors would come in and they'd have book signing, signing as well as give a class to create like, you know, a little medallion. Well, that's, that's everything I love. I love all that. <laughs> it just, it's good for your soul. Really, it's good for your soul. It is. And that's, that's how it kind of 
through paganism, I you know, Beltane is like when, you know, the sex, you know, Sabbath, you know, when you go and check and give a sick pack and go and have sex frolic for a year and then go back, oh, baby, is it, oh, are we going back to steak or not? You know, and go get another one. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it it definitely does. Like um, practicing like being a pagan and stuff, it does help with a lot of sexual shit. Like it really does in a way. I just think it all is together, and it helps me like be better. Like I've always been super sexual. Like I've always talked about everything, and people look at me and be like, "What?" You know, like they they're like, "You don't talk about those kind of things." I'm like, "Why?" Like I never understood that growing up. Like why can't I talk about like, oh, you know, am I? I got you know fucked last night, and it was it was too like you said, it was too big, and it didn't fit. Like people like, oh. You know, it's just like a special person, I guess. Girl, you need to get yourself a Craigslist um, best friend, ho girlfriend. I, I saw an ad in Craigslist for this guy. He loved going on with Grinder, and he loved getting his butt. You know, like he wanted to fill up his, you know, whatever he was the words he would say. I forgot. It's been a minute, but I go, I'll be your best friend, but I only love that much activity. But I'm learning to be a hoe, and then we right. laugh and tell me all this crazy stuff. So, yeah, I get, it. and then. The thing with, with when Rex and Piggy is, I don't know why I got off the topic that I forgot, but well, I was going to see you, oh, yeah, you need a best friend hoe. That's what it went. Um, best friend hoe. Yes. <laughs> it was my best friend hoe. I'll write that down. That's what I need. <laughs> best friend hoe, where you just exchange stories, exchange stories. And my favorite, my, my, my best friend's gay, so, like, I love getting stories, but now he's with his boyfriend, so they're a little more boring now, but. When all the girls get together, man, we cause ruckus and my kids always end up coming out. You know, <laughs> it's a great time. It's always a good time because, you know, boobies, everybody loves boobies. And oh, let's finish. Right? Who doesn't? It's so funny. Well, I, like, it's so funny because, like, I'm really open about everything. And one of my friends got a boob job and I was like, she tells my house and she's like, how do I look? I'm like, good. And I just, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to touch them. And she's like, why would you do that? I'm like, well, I need to touch these things. Like, I need to feel them. <laughs> I had a friend that go, I got a boob dog. Everybody come touch him. Tell me what you think. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> why do you touch your boobies? Well, come on. And I'm like, I'll be the first. I go, okay, in a scientific aspect of it, sure, why not? You know, because that would be feel like before you really know. So I didn't want her to start crying because she, it's for education. Like you, you know, because you know, here I got pink boobs, so she was like, Oh, no, what's the boob? My boob, my parents' boob. I'm like, Okay, I'll fill your boobies. So I go, Oh, wow, they just like mine. Are you sure? I'm like, Where was you? You know, so exactly. Okay. So, you've been like, you're kind of like very seasoned, like sex worker in the, in the industry. You really, you've been, you've done a lot, and now you're kind of like on the back end of it, um, writing a book, which is really cool. Yeah, different things like that. Exactly. And you know what? I'll always support it and I'm not out of it. I mean, like I'll talk to a couple of hotties, you know, some of the good uh, actors out there right now and I'll flirt with them, you know, like, oh, he's my latest crush, you know, like, and it's all cool. You know, it's all, hey, girls, look who's here. You know, it's okay to be funny. You know, and these are the mother girls that are like, it, you know, who have no PR in Hollywood or you know, they're really hardcore in the, in the music industry because I still get a little bit of that feedback. Like, they're like, oh, but then they realize, oh, my God, Kitty is cool. She understands energy. Because that was the other thing I was going to think about. The paganism that I really loved was they taught me, I learned 
about my energy and I learned how to protect myself, how to cleanse. It's so key. You know, um, I do that before myself. I clear I, myself before I go on. And as soon as I'm done, I clear that shit because it's the negativity with everywhere. You don't need that in your life. You know, you don't. Exactly. And you know, when you say that, because like, uh, like, you know, I was nervous, but then I wasn't. Like, I felt very comfortable because you cleansed it. If, you know what I mean? Like, and sometimes I forget to do it and I think back and then I, this is a little trick I do and I know a lot of people think this is weird, but how we live in this moment, everything exists, beginning of time to the end of time. And I know that can kind of blow people's minds, but if you think that way, you know how I say you go back to your inner child and, and tell them, hey, hang in there. I love you. Don't be afraid. You've got to. you got to heal that child. Yeah. I believe you literally alter the energy when you do that moving forward it might not be all of a sudden settle like all of a sudden now you're in a rich house because you dealt with the issues and now you you know but no something changes and i know people think that's crazy but it's because we live right now in this very moment we never yesterday's gone and, and tomorrow will never come you know the hopeful thing but honestly we live right now we do in this moment yeah, and then when you when you when you do your your classes and whatnot, you know you already know the importance of that when you come into circle perfectly, perfect class, you know. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I always like try to stay in the here and now. You know, just deal with what's here and now, and you know, make the best of it. So, any advice that you want to give anybody that's come out in the industry, anything at all, what do you think is the most important thing? One of the most important things I really feel is that. Um, getting to know yourself and trust your intuition and a lot of people I, I was amazed a lot of people said intuition what is that it's like it's that gut feeling that tells you no stay home no don't go there but you have to kind of know the difference between fear and your intuition you know is it are you making a decision because you're afraid people have told you to be afraid you know, or are you using your caution your proper judgment so it does take time to build that but always go with your gut feeling and after a while you get used to it and then it becomes your discernment and then always love yourself love yourself you know like the adult world you're going to pick up energy so make sure you do your cleansing and you know prayer you know whatever you do you know if you source or if you you know light a candle always know that you're in control and you manifest your life so you know, have fun with it. Really have fun with it because I was told there's a time frame for, a, you know, sex workers, regardless of what it is. You know, you're either the first couple of months to six months and that's usually the standard, honestly. If you make it to two years, then you become, you know, you become, uh, you know, like skilled or veteran and not veteran yet. Then when you do five years, then you're a veteran, you're then you're a hall of fame. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm doing hardcore all the time. So I have a lot of respect and, um, you know, just love one another in the goppy love or love one another, but have the respect, you know, yeah. for yourself. All you just said is perfect. It's like all of my standards, honestly. Like, that's, that's great. Great advice. I love that. You know, it takes time to get there sometimes, too, you know. Yeah. It does. It's all learning experience, especially being in the industry. It's just... If you're not really open to things, like I don't think you're gonna last long here. Um, no, <laughs> no, I really don't. 
Yeah, you're saying like the best thing were like two years. Like I just came up with my two years and I'm still here. I'm still doing really well. And, um, you know, the thing that I preach the most is... Back. Oh, thank you. Because, you know, sometimes it can really beat you up. This, this industry can beat you up. Yes, it's very hard some days, but yeah. So we covered a lot of stuff tonight. I had a really good time talking to you. Is there anything you want to add? No, I just, you know, thank you so much for reaching out and, you know, following through. And my life has been a little crazy, you know, getting used to writing. The new schedule is different than, you know, but um, I'm glad. And, and I was so thankful when you, when you guys pursued and wanted to do this. So I really appreciate it. It was great talking to you. And well, when, yes, you too. And I wish you luck with the with the writing. You got this, girl. Yes, you will definitely know about it. I'll send you links. And I'll be like, what in the world? And won't be <laughs> all right cool well it's great marking to you you have a good rest of the day okay you too good night bye-bye all right guys that was kitty peepas a little bit different than what we usually do on the podcast um kind of drove into um areas that we never talked about she did give out some good advice um what we'll do is in the show description We'll put her information, her links, um, also the show notes um, where you can follow us, where you can support us and all that good stuff. So and that is it tonight. Have a great night. We'll see you soon.